0: I just dropped an entire Tupperware full of those like goldfish crackers on the, in the kitchen. And, uh, and I ate some off the floor. (laughs) I really wanted them. And they just like, they slipped out of like this whole Tupperware just like slipped out of my hands and it was like, and I was like, well, those ones aren't exactly on the floor. They're like on top of the ones that are on the floor. So it was like. They're not my finest moment. Whiskey, whiskey, the singer's getting sore. We raised the roof, now when we're lower in the floor. The band is blistered but we
1: got a little more. When I say one to Welcome say to The Whiskey Topic, the weekly podcast that tends to get off topic. My name is Mark Bylock, I'm the author of The Whiskey Cabinet, and my co-host is Jamie Johnson, who runs a private but approachable bourbon club here in Toronto, Canada. You can also find our podcast on the website whiskey.buzz. Never if
0: you want another song. Yeah, and am. the of the bell Off we go
1: Yeah, my, 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 my hair was a disaster yesterday I'm Oh man, you were super was... upset <laughs> I wasn't that upset I was just a little annoyed Mostly yeah. upset at Rogers But I was partially annoyed at the hair <laughs> oh, I, mean, I that, can't believe my previous hairdresser person left. It was so sad. I feel like... So sad.
0: You were really upset about that. You were like, she moved and she didn't even tell me. Like, she didn't even give me the heads up.
1: Yeah, well, I'm sure she had, like, hundreds of clients. But, yeah, Dana was personally. awesome.
0: You should I go did. to the place well, where know. Trump goes. It's fun there. But
1: I know, but it's, so when I went too there... Um, to, is it too... No, no, price-wise, it's fine. Yeah. Um, but it's the... Um, um, so, the, whoever I got paired up with, I, she, she was super young. She didn't watch Netflix, never went to bars, didn't drink, um, didn't, like, go out ever. And I'm like, well, what do you do? And she's like, I watch YouTube videos. Like, YouTube. That's all she does else? all day?
0: Just yeah, apparently. YouTube?
1: I don't know. I, I'm just like – at this point, I'm just like, I have nothing in common with you. Aww. And so this is one of those things. It's almost like having a relationship, right? Because right. with, with Dana, I had a lot of great conversation. Right. Like she, she was an excellent – like we were both had a lot of things in common. We were very conversational.
0: Right.
1: And then um, – so I was trying to kind of find another Dana, and I just – that's not going to happen. So um, I went and uh, – so I went to another place. And hold on. I got to find this guy's name because uh, it's hilarious. I found his Twitter account. <laughs> <laughs> 'Cause that's not creepy. Um <laughs> Wow <laughs> Where is he? Um he's uh oh Michael but I, I think it was like he was like, oh, no, he was like Mario, like uh, uh, Anthony Mario. That's it, Anthony Mario.
0: Yeah.
1: And so he c- cut my hair the second last time. Right. And he reminded me of like my first kind of real hairdresser where you go in and you like pay more than like $12 for the haircut, right? He was very like quiet. Didn't say a word, but he was excellent. Like right. he, he was just very kind of like stoic and just had yeah. a good, good thing going. Which is good. Great haircut. Loved it, loved it, loved it. So I call back, and I'm like, want to make another appointment. They're like, oh, he's gone.
0: He's uh, no
1: longer here. I'm like, are you kidding me? You're
0: having a lot
1: of so, trouble. So they're like, but no, Julio. Julio cuts my hair. He'll cut your hair. I'm like, oh, okay. okay. All right, Julio will cut my hair. And, uh, and he just gave it this buzz cut, and I'm very displeased.
0: Uh, I don't actually think. It, like, honestly, like, it looks great. It's fine. Don't. Nicole is not a fan, though. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, Nicole. Does, she hates it. She's That's like, so funny. It was a drive-by hate too. She just kind of like we're watching TV just bef- before the thing. She gets up. She's like, "I hate your hair," and just walks away. <laughs> <laughs> ah. <laughs> <laughs> Just matter That's of factly, like amazing. by the way, and then I looked at the mirror. I'm like, oh yeah, this isn't a very good haircut, but it's okay. It'll grow back. It'll be fine.
0: It'll be fine. I don't, but I honestly don't see the problem with it. It's just like it's slightly different than it was before. But like, I don't know. Maybe I just don't pay enough attention.
1: <laughs> Maybe not.
0: Once Frank came home and he was like, I was like something's different, and then I was like, oh, we had a haircut today, and it's like great haircut?
1: Yeah, Question Trent. mark.
0: And he's like, yeah, I did get a haircut, and I was like, okay, <laughs> great. So Trent I,
1: and I on a very similar haircut cycle I've noticed. Yes, yes. That, exactly. yesterday in fact we both got our haircuts on the, the same, same day, same day. Uh, The previous time was within like three days. I so know. I know you guys cycle. are on a cycle.
0: It's so weird. That's weird. The, the you know, two that happens. Gentlemen I spend the most time with are sort of if I just like went to you one day and was like, hey, how's your haircut because Trent got a haircut, you'd be like, oh, it's great and I could just carry on any conversation with either of you and get pretty much the same result.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, that's Well, awesome. we should uh, – this is episode 54. We should uh, talk about whiskey. Yeah,
0: we should. Not just haircuts?
1: No, no. Um, I see we're both drinking Buffalo Trace products.
0: Oh, what are you, what are you drinking?
1: I got myself some Blantons. You got
0: Blantons. Go Single barrel. There. Yeah. You no,
1: know, um Blantons is actually priced in Ontario about cheaper than it is in the U.S., right? Because with the exchange rate and everything else, it's Whoa. amazing. Uh, wow. Same with four rows of single barrel.
0: I know that was surprising it's... to learn. I heard about that on Twitter. Uh, somebody told me. So that was fast. That never happens ever. No,
1: never. It's amazing. Yeah. It's amazing.
0: Yeah, and I got the old eagle rare. The old yeah. eagle rare, aged ten years on the back. as per the back of the bottle now. Not sneaking
1: it away. Sneaking it away.
0: Not on the on the top like it used to be. Um, I
1: still love Buffalo Trace gets to it, gets back to us quickly. They're like, no, 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 it's just in the back because of aesthetic reasons or, oh, or okay. labeler reasons. Yeah. We're not moving it away. <laughs>
0: and then one day, poof. It used to yeah. be, I think we talked about this before, it used to be single barrel, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. It was, wasn't it?
1: Yeah. It was, but they uh, they couldn't they couldn't bottle at the single barrel anymore. Probably because of Blanton's, they're they're still bottling the Blanton single barrel, but just didn't have the too much demand. They couldn't For do sure. a single barrels. For sure, um, I think they, the,
0: their their go to story was that they um, they couldn't guarantee that uh, it was a hundred percent single barrel because of a new machine that they got in or something. I can't remember exactly what the line is, but I read it online somewhere saying. Oh no, it is still single barrel. We just can't guarantee a hundred percent. So I guess what does that even mean, really? It means it's not uh, single
1: yeah, barrel. nobody knows. <laughs> so, yeah. Exactly, but- exactly. It's not. I mean, I guess it means it doesn't go through a vatting process. That's it, basically. Yeah, and we did that side by side tasting uh, last year, and and they they were they're great. Like the consistency of the product is great. It's, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, cool. Um, so uh, we are so act- actually as this gets posted, I'll be driving to Kentucky because we're recording this on April's day, the most annoying day in the world, because Ugh. you have to double check every single news article to make sure it's real. I know. Um, and it's just so frustrating. Um, so I'll so do if I know Snapchat is very much uh, seen as like a, you know, young person's social media thing, but it's not anymore. It's it's pretty much. Surpassed. It. It's like tipped over. Everybody's on Snapchat now. Um, you know, I, I had I had somebody else at a whiskey event. They're like, "Oh, I saw you were on Snapchat." I'm like, "Yeah," and they're like, "Yeah, I installed that." But um, my wife was like, "Why you have Why do you have Snapchat on? What's going on? What, what's you know What are you doing? Who are you talking to?" because oh. it's got that kind of a, like you know it's got yeah. that sort of like
0: it used to be uh, like you know, sending photos pictures. disappear. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah.
1: Um, but there's this whole feature in Snapchat. It's called the uh, My Story feature. Basically, like it's it's a, you you do a video or a photo and you can comment or draw on top of the photo and then you it lasts for 24 hours. Okay. So um so I follow I follow a bunch of people on Snapchat. I think it's a, it's really great. You can kind of see what they're doing throughout the day. Yeah. So as I'm in Kentucky, I plan to Snapchat everything.
0: I'll oh, be boy. checking out your story.
1: Um for sure. I hope it's not everything. Um but we are we're there so uh, Glenford James and I are going down as well as uh, a bunch of guys. It's for a bachelor party.
0: And I'm apparently not um, inviting to... Alex.
1: No, no, yeah, we were. <laughs> Do you want to tell the story of how you were at the table and you tried, <laughs> uh, I did tried try and joke. to invite try I, in?
0: I did try to invite myself. I wasn't even gonna try, like, to tiptoe around it or anything like that. Like, I literally was like, "Oh, this sounds like so much fun! Like, I can't wait." <laughs> and like the, <laughs> the sheer like panic that like came across uh, the the guy who's getting married, who's the bachelor party is honor on, like literally the the sheer like panic. Like the he yeah. was just like went pale, and I was like, "Okay, it's okay, it's fine. I'm just I'm kidding. I'm not gonna you your bachelor party, <laughs> even though I should be invited because I'm a hell of a lot of fun." But you are. I am. He's. He doesn't even know. He doesn't even know what he's missing out. Um, I know. I'd organize everybody every day, and I would get coffees for people if they wow. needed them. Jab, wow. jab, Jab 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 jab. jab. <laughs> but yeah so uh follow uh you're at mark bylock on snapchat right yeah 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 and you can follow my snapchat at hey jamie j and look at all my sad selfies while he's away in kentucky
1: i'll I'll put a little graphic uh on the uh, show notes so you can literally just kind of point your camera point your phone at it take a photo and then snapchat will just figure out who i am and who you are just just uh, get the name in and everything else yeah no, it's very fun. Um, I'm, I'm like, I like exploring new yeah. mediums, so this should be fun. Um, should I Snapchat jealous. like every drink I have, or would that be um, like every single drink I've had? Like that's gonna be a lot. Here's...
0: It's gonna be. Yeah, that's good. That's a lot of Snapchatting. People will start yeah. to get irritated with you. Like if you're in company, they'll be like, "Oh, there goes Mark Snapchatting again." Like, trust me, people get <laughs> pick on you about social media stuff. I post selfies and people are like, oh, Jamie we post another selfie. And I was like, oh, it's like one every like 25 photos. Give me a break. It's my Instagram. I can post whatever I want. Um, <laughs> but hey, if you want to Snapchat every single drink you have, go for it. Good luck to you.
1: Well, you'll tell me if it gets annoying. I mean, what? you could just like.
0: Just, sorry. What'd you do? I, cor- I need, You need a cork pop in there. I said that for sure.
1: <laughs> oh, Jamie. <laughs> You know, I don't think I don't think we, uh you swore at all in the um, in the last podcast with, with Suresh. Really? Um, I there was like Suresh was the only person to swear in that podcast as far as I can tell. I, sometimes I miss it, so maybe I missed it. Maybe you did swear, but I'm like, wow, you were um, you did not swear not a single cork pop. Because if you if you did the ratios, I mean, you've had so many more cork pops yes. than I have. <laughs> so many more.
0: It's true. I have a foul mouth. I do have a foul mouth. I can't help it. So yeah. No, I believe that. Um, so wait, what are your plans when you're away for this bachelor party? What do you got? What do you got going on in Kentucky?
1: Well, I can tell you because we've got a whole Google Drive spreadsheet of what we're doing in Kentucky. You guys
0: are nerds.
1: Oh, <laughs> uh, so um, so Kentucky bachelor trip is basically going to be. Uh, we are um, we're going to be at. Um, the Belmont Inn on Thursday so uh, I, so we're going to Glenn and I are going a few a few days early so we're going to do uh, some Buffalo Trace uh, maybe some Four Roses and a couple other distilleries uh, we'll be talking about on the podcast um, so we'll we'll probably gather a little bit of content mm-hmm. um, and then Thursday really it starts and so we're uh, doing um, we're going to do a tour Thursday I'm not sure where yet but we're going to go to Belmont Inn and we're going to do the whole tasting so it's going to be, I think there's like 14 guys in uh, Dixon and we're going to be um, uh, doing a tasting of all that whiskey. Uh, Dixon is hilarious. Um, um, Dixon, I go to, Dixon has these specials, Tuesday specials. And I'm like, so um, are you going to have a Thursday, thrifty Thursday special next week when I'm there? And he's like, you've got deep pockets, Mark. There's no deals for you. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that oh. is my friend Dixon. I am yeah. devastated that um, that I I'm gonna miss him. Um, I haven't seen him in a little while, so uh, I we yeah, had I, I can't actually recall the last time I saw him. I think it was last not last year, but the year before in the fall. And, oh wow! Yeah. Um, I know it's so sad. It's nice social media keeps us in touch, and I'll shoot him some emails every once in a while. I have questions and stuff, but yeah, it'll be. Make yeah. sure to take a picture with him. Send it to I me. I will. I will. Yeah. Oh, um, speaking of uh, social media, our um, theme song, musician, singer, um, Alan, is nominated for a Juno this weekend for the album. Amazing. That's, Amazing. Yeah. So Oh my
1: god, our theme song's <laughs> album is is Juno nominated? It's Juno nominated. Oh. Why didn't you that would just that would have started with that and here's the uh, <laughs> Juno nominated theme. Song. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so uh this this podcast will probably come out after uh the awards, but um but yeah, that's all that's all just hope. I think uh I like the album. I bet I'm totally biased, right? Like I'm like Yeah. I'm like it's great I'm album. on board. If I had to pick an album, I would definitely pick, So Let's Go by Doyle.
1: Oh, that's amazing. That's yeah. that's great. yay
0: for him. That's great. Um, and Dave Mitten, I saw, is also uh, tweeting uh, and Instagramming from the Juno Awards. Dave Mitten is a Canadian whiskey rep here, very well known, uh, and he is there for five days repping Canadian for... <laughs> I neglected to mention that the Junos are like the Grammys of Canada. So yes. for everybody that's listening, like, what the hell is a Juno award?
1: For a while there, they were like, wow, we're not even fancy enough to know what Junos are. Like, oh. oh There's a whole award <laughs> show. We just don't know. Yeah, no, you'd have no yes, idea. It is the no.
0: Canadian version of the Grammys. And they hand them out on um, this coming Saturday. So it'll, or well, I guess it'll be last Saturday. uh, when this goes up but yeah it'll be uh it's a very canadian themed sort of event because obviously it's canadian music and so canadian whiskey raps are all there and it's just going to be a big you know they do it from an igloo everybody's in snow pants yeah (laughs) people only talk french yeah right yeah, yeah pretty much that's canada yeah that's us. oh that's awesome. Good. Yeah. So Alan
1: Alan Doyle's gonna be there as well. He'll be
0: there.
1: Yeah. Awesome. Amazing. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. We didn't get invited? That's too bad. <laughs> I would have liked to have been invited.
0: I know. Maybe next year. Maybe, Maybe next, next year. year.
1: I know stuff about I know stuff about music. You and don't Esky. know
0: stuff about like like the Beatles. Like how do you...
1: <laughs> <laughs> No, I don't know. I know nothing about music. <laughs>
0: I know things about music. I'm
1: like, no, you don't. No, no, nothing. No, nothing. you don't. That, that, one, that, that was not going to stand as a statement. <laughs> no, it's not
0: going to call you out on that one pretty
1: hard. After that, we're going to do uh, we're gonna do uh, lunch at Rick's White. Uh, so we're going to do uh, the breakfast there. We're going to do a distillery tour. Uh, Rick's White Light, which is like a, a southern uh, uh, place there that's had food there before. It's great, like mm-hmm. uh, soft shell crab and that kind of stuff. Mm. Um, we're going to go to the Slugger Factory, uh, Muhammad Ali Museum. Um, Staying at a hotel in Louisville for that couple of nights. A lot of suggested bars. A lot of bars to jump through. We got a long list of bars. Uh, Garage Bar, Holy Grail, Zanzibar. Zanzibar. Mm. Um, Probably shouldn't have said Zanzibar. It sounds like a strip club. Uh, (laughs) Actually, that is a strip club in Toronto. (laughs) (laughs) I was was just going to say like... Okay. Well, somewhere, and then some sure. other place that I don't know. Um, and then we're, you know, what we're doing Saturday? I, I'm very excited. We're gonna have, um, we're gonna have a bus keep uh, pick us up. Um, the Mint Julep Tours, which is yeah. something, uh, the, they're they're an institution in Kentucky. Yeah. They're picking us up at 10 a.m. At, at the same Airbnb that we stayed at, Jamie. Oh, Airbnb. such
0: a great spot! Yeah. Haunted, but great.
1: Haunted, but great. Uh, so we're gonna get picked up, or they're gonna drive us all the way to um, Keenlands, and. We're going to have a tailgate party, so they're going to have sandwiches. They're like, we can't provide any booze, but we will provide you buckets of of ice to cool your booze.
0: That's amazing.
1: (laughs) So that's they're gonna great. drive the bus there. We're gonna get there. They're gonna have a, we're gonna have a tailgate party outside of the bus because uh, I think there's like 14 of us. It'll be a you know a reasonable size bus. Yeah, man. And then um, and then we're gonna do the racetrack thing at 4:30. The race is over, and then there's another whole list of bars to visit. I, I, I just know. there's a theme here. I don't know.
0: Drinking. Um.
1: Yeah. And then for Sunday, the 10th, yeah. Um. The last day. All that's on uh, Glenn's very um uh, fancy uh, spreadsheet is breakfast. Okay. That's it. No no location. Right. No thing. I should just add breakfast question mark. I don't know. Maybe uh <laughs> maybe uh, that's will uh, just modify that. I'm sure Glenn will appreciate that. Um yeah, so that's uh that's our whole um uh that's our that's our thing. You guys I'm are gonna back. have a
0: great time. I'm not jealous at all. I'm not having FOMO <laughs> even a little, bit.
1: No, uh, even a little all. bit.
0: no, I do not care. Um but yeah, yeah, no, it's gonna be great. It's always like, I mean I don't know if Glenn was the one that sort of spearheaded the, the idea of this uh, trip for a bachelor party, but I mean, I can't say enough good things about Kentucky. We've talked about it so much on the podcast. Mm -hmm. Like we just literally just run around like maniacs when we're there, visit all the distilleries. It's so beautiful. And it's, uh, I think it's kind of like underrated because people always say, you know, like, Oh, you're going to Kentucky like again. I'm like, first of (laughs) all, yes. Second of all, it's such a beautiful state. Even doing the drives between distilleries and things like that, like beautiful mountains and like it's just a really gorgeous place to be. And it's a great time of the year. Um, you'll probably get a little bit more springy weather than we'll have. Like a little bit, yeah. Buds on the trees and stuff. It'll be nice and refreshing. And yeah, you guys are like very lucky. It's gonna be fun. Please say hello to Dixon.
1: Would you like us to send something to Dixon along as we go down? Is there anything you want Uh, us to... uh, uh. (laughs) No. No. Jamie, no. No. no.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Very charming. Yeah, it'll be great. It'll be so great. Is there anything that you want when you're down there that you're keeping an eye out for, especially? Um, Other than the traditional stuff that we've talked about many times, Almer T. Lee, that we can't get here... Um, always eyes open for that sort of stuff. But yeah. anything different from the last time that we went down that you're looking for?
1: Yeah, so I, I am uh, Kentucky Spirits, um, which, uh, you know, I think he listens to the podcast. But anyway, he follows me on Twitter. Okay. Uh, we've we've met him on... Uh, we met him uh, just coincidentally at the Willet Distillery. So yeah. um, he says that there might be a special release of Willa coming out Thursday or Friday um, because that's the... Um, that's when the Sea Barrels oh. turned 23 years old on the four on the sixth. So the Sea Barrels, um, famous Sea Barrels. See, I don't even know enough to, to even say what that is. All I know is it's like. Uh, so he he says that they might be coming out on the, on on the sixth. So we're gonna be there for that. Um, and so we're hoping to maybe pick that up. Um, and then otherwise, no. You know, I'm so uh, bummed I'm missing out on the Four Roses 2016 release. It's gonna be OESK, my favorite formula from Four Roses. So Four Roses has. Um, five yeasts and two mash bills uh-huh. Both high rye and, um, and so you can buy like the four roses of single barrel Which is always one particular mix Or you can buy individual mm-hmm. mixes And so the OESK Is, is really great it's, for, probably one of my, it's probably one of my favorites of the, of the ten different recipes So the next special release Is going to be oh, yeah. 14 years old cast strength yeah. OESK um, But that's not coming out Until end of April or early May uh, yeah, that that's a big size. So, um,
0: but you know who loves OESK? Who I learned about? O-E-S-K. Oh, I
1: know. i mean, from, yeah. from from Dixon. Absolutely. That's that's who told me about that's, OESK. Yeah, that's
0: what. So, so he's gonna snag up some bottles. So maybe when we go down in September, we'll have to make a, a trip to make sure we at least get a sample yes. of it.
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, that's what. Uh, so I've got that on the horizon. Um, but no, otherwise I'm just gonna see. Apparently, like Kentucky's bear. There's no bourbon in Kentucky anymore. Like. You know, yeah. but I, I might come back with some of the other Willet stuff like Noah's Creek and all that kind of stuff, you know, like just kind of like, um, yeah, um, build up on it, like not ignore the kind of $30 bourbons that I just generally ignore because I mean, you don't pay that much in tax on the cross the border anyway. And you know, Glenn and I are going to go to over the limit, so there's no sense, there's no oh, sense in pretending, right? <laughs>
0: oh, I know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, so Mark sent me an uh, article today. Mm -hmm. Switching gears, um, about how vodka is cool again. Yeah. And yeah. So I'm curious to know your feelings about this, because we've slagged vodka a little bit on this podcast in case you haven't noticed. Um, and so now it's making a a return into the cocktail culture. And this one specifically spoke about, uh, Moscow Mm -hmm. mules, uh, being the sort of classic cocktail that brought it back into the limelight. But Mark, how do you feel about
1: that? Well, this? I mean, from the cocktail mixing point of view, you know, it's fine. Like I don't generally order stuff with vodka right. in it. Um, but I'm sure mm-hmm. there's going to be a Toronto bartender that I know is going to be like, hey, man, you got to try this new cocktail. It's got vodka in it, but it's okay. And I'm going to probably love it and it'll be fine. Um, but I, I I always have trouble. So I, we need a bartender on the show to, to tell us differently because I'm – Totally speaking, a of point of ignorance, but like, why add vodka to cocktails? It offers no flavor profile, so you're really just kind of adding alcohol to something that's sweetening a drink. And where's that going kind to of character going to come through?
0: Maybe, maybe that's the point. Maybe it is. I don't know. Maybe they, they maybe they want the whatever, like juice or like shrub <laughs> they're using, or like whatever they're using. You know, shrubs are like made vinegar. Like, they're like vinegar, like drinks, right? Yeah. Like, they're like flavor yeah. vinegar. Yeah. So, like, I'm wondering if, like, maybe they just want that flavor to come through instead. Because, like, when you think about it, like, a Moscow mule is pretty intense in flavor because it's ginger mm-hmm. beer, it's lime, and none of that intensity comes from right. the It's a great drink. Whatsoever. Yeah. So,
1: yeah. I awesome love drink. that. Drink. Yeah.
0: yeah. Almost Moscow mule season. <laughs> <laughs> it gets... i love
1: how jamie says that you know you you were just like oh yes it's almost moscow mule season
0: i know it is it is i'm looking wistfully at the window um waiting for patio oh. season it's a great time of year to have a moscow mule on the patio in the proper copper of course cup, of course um mm-hmm. of course uh but yeah no it's uh i mean i think it was bound to like make a comeback Example.
1: Yeah, I, I think so. I think though um, every year there's uh, PR companies that come out and really want to push vodka, and I've th- you know it seems like for the past three years mm-hmm. it's been vodka's the next drink, and then they're like, oh no, not not yet. All right, vodka's the, Still vodka's a drink, and oh no. vodka's cool. Like they're like, okay, so saying it's the next drink isn't going to be around. So let's say it's cool again. Um, let's make sure like that again is actually key because it says it's drawing back on our, our need to have something that's part of history. Like vodka is the dark ages Mm -hmm. of our uh, cocktail scene and our drinking scene. So they want to bring back Mm -hmm. the dark ages. This this is how I feel about it. They want to bring back the dark ages. Mm -hmm. But in the same vein, um, MGP, so MGP, um, for frequent listeners, probably know, uh, but MGP is the distillery that does a lot of American rye's. Um, They do, uh, you know, like Bullet Rye and George Dickel Rye and all these ryes, and some of them, you know, are, most of them, these ryes are made at this one distillery, and it's just, they do a crap ton of rye's. Mm-hmm. Um And it's been rumored that they're going to be making their own branded whiskey, because why not? I mean, they should be doing that. That's just makes sense. I For mean, sure. everybody else is basically taking their whiskey, branding it, and selling it. Why wouldn't they do the same thing? Yeah. Um. But they yeah. are distilling. Um. Uh. But there's going to be uh. Wait. Yeah. There's, they're distilling their own vodka. Um. It's going to be called. I don't even know. It's um, Til vodka. Til, Til? Till vodka. Till. T i l l. Um, is a brand that represents the timeless and aspirational values which are tied to the region that embodies them. And that is Kansas City. So it's made out of Kansas wheat. Sorry, not Kansas City, but Kansas okay. wheat. Again, why do you care? Whatever. Um, and um, and yeah, and so there's vodka. So it's made out of wheat. It's vodka. Um,
0: <laughs> I, I feel like this set you up for like a huge rant against you talking Diageo and vodka in like one <laughs> sentence. So like... I, I felt like this rank could have gone a lot bigger oh. for you, but you really, you really scaled well, it back. Well, I,
1: I do have a Diageo vodka rank. Because, <laughs> oh, you know, Diageo um, is responsible for a lot of the flavored vodkas, right? The cherry flavor, the, you know, whatever, <laughs> right. the, the chocolate liqueur flavor, all the, the flavored vodkas. And there's a great quote from a Diageo brand representative said, yeah... One of our errors was, and this isn't a direct quote, obviously, just how, what I remember, but it's like, one of our errors was that we essentially made 40 different flavors of vodka that tasted the same. And I'm like, yeah, that's the Azure in a the heartbeat. They're just like, so honest, which I love. Right. And yet, like, why? Right. They and are. then they're doing the same thing with whiskey, or they're trying to with the weird expressions of whiskey. Um, but yeah, no, this is going to be Till Vodka, which I now want to try because it's made out of Kansas wheat, which I've not heard about before this, right. but Kansas does have a lot of wheat, so... Yeah, I believe
0: it. I believe it. Yeah. Interesting. All right. I I do know that you can do like tastings like vodka mm-hmm. flights and things like that. And people are there's got to be something there's got to be some sort of flavor or like, even if it's not flavor, maybe it's like, like, maybe it's the mouthfeel like oiliness or like the lack of flavor maybe people are looking for. Like if you're sitting in front of it, like what is it, what exactly are you're looking for? Like you've distilled it so many times, like a lot of the grain character won't be yeah. coming out of it. But um, it'd be interesting to do like a vodka made with wheat next to one that was, you know, made with, I don't know, grapes. And next to one that's made with something else, it'd be interesting to see if there's any distinguishable difference.
1: Yeah, I, you know, I, I did one of these. Um, uh, you know, in Vegas, they've got like a vodka room, and I did, um, <laughs> I went to one of these, and you kind of you put on like a coat. It's very, it's, it's the gimmicks there because you got to go into the freezer where all the vodka bottles are, and it's their vodka is very cold. Oh, um, uh-huh. so you got this like oh you look God. like a like you know, a Russian, you got this big fur coat on, and you're like in this cold cold room your breath just like whew, you know it's that cold Um and so they'll start sh- they do like these vodkas like oh here's a potato vodka and and right. that's the thing those vodkas are distilled more closer to the way whiskey's distilled at a lower proof point so the potato you do get potato they're like oh here's um I can't remember I mean, they did have like a malted barley vodka and they're like here's a malted barley vodka and you're like oh okay this is like so yeah. They just distill it to like 90%. You get a little bit of grain flavor. Um, it would be lost in barrels for, were it to be aged, I guess. Right. Um, right. For sure. And so maybe, so y- you don't know, right? Because this one doesn't say what level it's distilled to, but it's probably like 95% pure, in which case it doesn't matter.
0: Right. Yeah. Did we just accidentally do kind of a show a bit on vodka? Ugh. Is that what just happened?
1: <sighs> That's the way it's looking. Vodka and haircuts. We're uh...
0: vodka, haircuts in Kentucky. We are all over the place.
1: Well, yeah, we We are. We're uh, recording the show a little early because uh, of my trip and all that kind of stuff. But uh... <laughs> well, do you want yeah. to talk? Do you want to talk about the evolution of straight whiskey?
0: Um. Yeah, I mean, and I think it's really interesting. I did a tasting on Monday, like all bourbons. Um, and so I had this question come up in, uh, in my tasting, and basically it was like, what is bottled in bond?" And so it's it's that sort of like response to adulterated whiskey. So people had been cutting their whiskey with sort of really sketchy things, um, you know, back in the day, mm-hmm. and it was sort of like a safety check, a security thing. So... Uh, this bottled and bond, as we've talked about before, it has to be product of one distillation season, um, one distiller at one distillery, it must be in a government-bonded warehouse, um, and it's got to be at least 50% ABV. Um, and so uh, straight whiskey, it has sort of come through that same, the idea of um, a safety check against uh, adulterated whiskey. So it has to be uh, made up to like a specific standard. Um, so nothing added to it is like a huge part of that, not adding any coloring or flavoring. So, which was actually what was happening at the time is people were just um, adding a bunch of garbage and, and their whiskey was garbage. Yeah. Um, so yeah. So there was an article that Michael Veach wrote about um, straight bourbons and rye that we'll post with the show notes, but it's sort of the the same sort of idea of, Creating um, sort of a level of um, quality around the product, and yeah, I mean, yeah, I, the way I the way I sort of said it was like you've got like, um, like bourbon, and then you've got like Kentucky Straight Bourbon Whiskey, and then you sort of got like a step up from there, like a Bottled In Bond. So like you've got these safety checks that sort of like get higher and higher and higher. Yeah. As you go up the line, but yeah.
1: Yeah, I, I think I think that's pretty cool. the 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 and Bond Act was the very first American uh, Consumer Protection Act, the very first one. Mm-hmm. It's that's like right. they're like, I don't, we don't care about your milk, your food, your like how your food but being your handled. Nothing. Yeah. There there's there was no consumer protection whatsoever on anything you bought. And then in nineteen ninety in eighteen eighty ninety seven, they're like whiskey. We we gotta protect whiskey, um, and it's because basically people were selling whiskey that was like flavored. Um, but in some cases with poisons.
0: Yeah, dangerous.
1: Um, and so, and then, yeah, that the, the whole act came through, and um, I heard the uh, Canadian version of the story. The Canadian version of the story was that the um, act came through because uh, American whiskey was losing to Canadian whiskey, and Canadian whiskey had, like, the, you know those, um, I don't know what the fancy name is for those tapes that go over the top of the bottle, over the top of the cork? Mm-hmm. Like, Taylor mm-hmm. Bottles mm-hmm. have them, for example. Um, so Canadians had this mm-hmm. tape, and then had, like, a, An eight statement on them, and um, it was very, looked very official. Um, So, um, and because Canada was the first country to pass a law on eight statements in whiskey, uh, Americans were more panicked about trying to compete with that and having something official. Um, It's a big deal because it means the government locked those warehouses.
0: Yeah. So they had to be, they had the key. They had the key.
1: Um, so it was kind of like the you know like you had to have both keys to get into the warehouse. The government had to have the key, and the distillery had to cl- uh, unlock the key. That's a big deal. It's
0: a big deal. I
1: mean, we think we're fanatical about whiskey right now. No, God, I mean, <laughs> no government is watching these warehouses right now. Um, right. But back then, there was a th- there was a guy. Now he had probably had the best job in the world. Um, I-, I assume it's a guy because you know it was the eighteen hundreds. I mean, back then, yeah probably was and then just like going like oh so this is the whiskey unlocks the key and then yeah Yeah. that's just gonna
0: just gonna test just gonna (laughs) take a little test over here well and it's not like back in the day they were taking samples from each barrel and bringing them to a to a lab where they ran them through you know computer systems and you know tested for you know poisons and stuff like that like it's probably just like I'm just gonna taste this, make sure everything's okay. Yeah, yeah, tastes good to me. I'm just gonna take this little barrel as a souvenir. Job well done. Whole barrel. Consider this your bonus.
1: I just could kidding. probably yell I'm, at the guys, be like, "You, you got to bring this barrel into my truck," yeah. and then you know that's it. I'm <sighs> like, sure everybody days. was on the up and up. No <laughs> one was on the take for sure.
0: No one was on the take for sure.
1: No, no, no.
0: So, but the, you know, it has to be. The, so there are bottled and bond products still, which means they would have to still have met all the requirements so taylor is bottled in bond and jim beam like they couldn't put it on their bottle unless it was actually bottled in bond so they must still be government bonded warehouses right
1: uh, they they are um, i think but i don't but the government doesn't check anymore it's, it's they, they don't check anymore they don't so check anymore. they're just like it's just record them. track it is cuz i think every barrel's um, Everybody else is marked uh, and serialized, and they have the computer right. system now to validate these things. Got of course, it. if you wanted to, I guess you could cheat the system. But, yeah, no, the government doesn't care anymore. I mean, I'm sure they get inspected, I'm, guess- I'm guessing.
0: I'm sure they must. Yeah. They have to. Yeah.
1: But, uh, uh, but yeah, no, they don't, they don't check anymore, and there's, the key system is removed. They, they can just walk in. Because um, oh. that's true, actually. Whenever you do a tour of uh, a distillery in Kentucky, they always point to, to the key system. However, um, in Scotland, mm-hmm. it's a little more serious. In Scotland, they also have, like, a bonded warehouse, and there Mm -hmm. is a key, and it's a whole other thing. Like, it's a whole other thing. It it is, um, like, they won't let tourists go through there. There's very kind of official, like, everything has to be logged or something. Oh,
0: it's like Mission Impossible. You have to do a retina scan to get in and, like, sign away your firstborn and all this sort of stuff. All right. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Um, We did a tasting uh, with my whiskey club at Brown Foreman. Yes. Um and we fun. got to it was super fun. It was really nice of them to have us. And uh we got to try um the sort of Jack Daniel's profile uh Woodford uh double oaked um and we got to try that rested rye. Um mm-hmm. that I I can't recall if it was offered in the states if it was because it was a really young rye. Mm. And I can't remember if you said we should probably look it up, but um I really like that. I really like young ryes. I think I'm I'm learning, I'm really into like a night like a like a cool like two year rye.
1: Yeah. The Will it like the Willet, right? Like Willet Rye, exactly. So good. Yeah. Well especially if it's like if it's high not that this one, this one was not high proof, but uh if it's yeah. high enough proof, um it's 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 great. It's really really great. Yeah, the rested rye um uh, came out because Jack Daniel's was making rye and everybody just the rumor was out that they were making a rye, but everybody wanted a taste of it. It was
0: chomping at the bit. So okay. they're like,
1: "Okay, we're not ready to we're not ready to sell this in mass markets, but we will release something called rested rye, uh, Tennessee rye, and that's that's wow. what they did. And it, you know, I mean, my it's like a 40 proof, you know, um and they sold it for $50 a bottle. Like, holy crap, that's not cheap. Oh. Um, but it was ah. good. It was good. I mean, I it was good. And then then we haven't had the new Jack Daniel's actual rye rye, but yeah. great reviews online right now. I'm I'm looking forward to uh, getting my hands yeah. on that. And it's a real rye, so it's uh, 70% rye, 18% corn, and 12% malted barley. And that's a big deal, right? Because a lot of American old school rye, like before mm-hmm. the new rye revolution, were like 51% rye. Right. And everything else right. is like corn and malted barley. Corn. Just They didn't want to make it too offensive. They wanted to make it like mostly a bourbon, but just mm-hmm. tipped to the rye scale um, over that legal limit of 51% or maybe 60% rye. Mm-hmm. Um, so these 70, 80, 95% ryes mm-hmm. that are coming out are super popular and doing very well.
0: So interesting that Jack Daniels uh, released something based on um, like consumer pressure. of fascinating you sort of don't hear stories like that every day i mean if that was the case there would be you know a cask strength version of everything and you know it would but so really interesting that they were like okay okay we'll we'll give you guys something while you're waiting which is kind of kind of cool like it's kind of very awesome i i can't think of another product that sort of was offered as an appeasement to their consumers it was really interesting so um, and I enjoyed it very much.
1: yeah, that's a great point. I mean because um, it, it is you're right. I mean they they got a little late on the rye train and they were like, okay, we get it. here's the rye and here's uh, uh, and I'm sure their fan base is is loving it, but oh, for it, sure. but it's reaching out to a whole new audience uh, with the uh, with people just really raving about this rye. Yeah,
0: fantastic um, yeah,
1: good for them. good for them. That's awesome.
0: yeah, no, that's really good i', I I'm, I'm kind of shocked to hear that that's what they did. There you go. Well and we actually we tasted a we tasted a Woodford and uh Mark was sitting at the back of the table like the bad school kid um <laughs> in the back row and I was in the front row, like the keener that I am.
1: Just like and, that makes sense.
0: Yeah, but I was still checking my phone, so like he tested me and he was like, This Woodford doesn't taste as much like bananas. And so he's like, which one is it? So I took a picture of it. Um, so it sounds like we might have another, you know, vertical Woodford tasting in the, the next little while, maybe to, to see uh, if this current batch is, is banana-y as we found the last couple batches to be.
1: Yeah, I, this kind of goes back to like probably episode 10 or 15 or something. Yeah. But um, we, um, so Canada gets its own batches of Woodford Reserve. Um, in the U.S., so every um, w- the way Woodford does things is they don't have age statements on the bottles, but what they do is they do batches. And so they'll do like this is batch number 3,000, and this is batch number 3,001. So it's a blend of a bazillion barrels, right. and then they bottle those barrels. And I like that system. I like that it's a numbered batch system. I think that's great. For sure. Um, but Canada has a different batch numbering system. So uh, back then, last year, we are on batch number like 166, 167. Eight and nine, like in that mm-hmm. range, was last year's release into the LCBO, and uh, we were doing a tasting, and I bought a Woodford, and, and I'm like, wow, this is like I know Woodford's always got a banana y flavor. It's mm-hmm. it's due to probably due to the e string, it kind of brings out something that's very similar to banana. Um, isoamyl
0: acetate, yes, yeah. the isoamyl acetate,
1: and, and you know, and you know, bartenders use Woodford. I had one bartender tell me like, oh yeah, we um, we use Woodford to add a banana. F- note to a drink because we right. don't have any banana juice because we're a real cocktail cocktail bar right um right. it makes sense um so uh, but it was over the top and so i had tasted three different releases of woodford in that year that came to canada and all of them were just like i couldn't drink them they they reminded me of like those uh, candied banana chips right yes. and, and i don't like sweet i don't do like i don't like that um right. And um, yeah, so then we were there uh, and uh, we had a, this was a whole other batch number. I'm like, this tastes completely different. It doesn't have, I mean, it's the same drink, but the banana notes are much more muted. And you were like, yep, different batch number. We're like up to like yeah. 180 something now in Canada. Yeah. So, phew.
0: I always like using, Wilfred. like it's a great, I, I'm a fan. Um, I'm a, i am aii think I was originally pretty charmed by the distillery, mm-hmm. actually. And so I have this very fond sort of, like time with Woodford. Whenever I see the bottle, and like I like the bottle very much. I think it's really pretty, and like oh, yeah, it's you know, and use it yeah. in cocktails and and use it in old fashions or Manhattans. And it's a really stand up product. So I don't have the the same sort of strong feelings about the the banana.
1: Yeah, that's to fair. Woodford.
0: Yeah, and are I you guys I- gonna go to Woodford? You've been to Woodford.
1: Mm, no, we're not gonna to go, and I have not been. No, no. Are Maybe I should put that on the list. We, we do have an empty slot, so maybe I'll put... What, what about Wild list.
0: Turkey? Go get your picture taken uh, with Yeah,
1: Wild happy. Turkey we're doing, yeah yeah, yeah. yeah, for sure. Gotta do wild it. Wild Turkey. Because I think we're just going to pick up a lot of Russell's. Whatever they've got selling at the gift shop, we're just going to go buy. To get, it like buy.
0: To get it all. Buy. Get it
1: all. single know. barrel rye. Oh, I, wanna taste I
0: know, that. I know. It wasn't there last time. We were mm-hmm. there. It hadn't been released yet, right?
1: They gave us a taste. But yeah, we like, got a taste. And they're like, it's not the shop, yeah.
0: Yeah yeah I hate
1: that I'm like well we have a bottle right here but we're not selling it like mm. no
0: no no Eddie was probably like you just brought that one down from his office
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah exactly oh Eddie uh, oh. yeah it's uh, we'll, well I haven't made any like media plans. it's all it's all group stuff right but um, all group stuff yeah so, no 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 but Wild Turkey does a great
0: a great tour yeah yeah I'll put you on the turkey trolley
1: that's which not you talked actual about turkey before. Right.
0: does not not in the shape of a turkey. A big bummer. I was gonna say, how do we do? We sort of like jumped around from topic to topic, but I think we uh, we had some fun whiskey chat.
1: Yeah, this is great. This is like old school us with the it's uh, like
0: old school us. <laughs> Like, we don't know what we're going to
1: talk about. We uh, we've gotten better at the planning of what we talk about, and now yes. we're like, this is like, mm, I don't know.
0: Today we just threw it together, and we're like, let's just be like vintage Mark and Jamie, like just just like what what, what kind of stuff we would talk about if we were sitting at a bar, <laughs> drinking instead of sitting over Skype drinking.
1: Yes, although I've been drinking more than you for once.
0: But for once. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> well now that we're doing this whole video thing, I can see how often you take you can a sip. See how, uh, And I'm yeah. like, you barely sipped your whiskey. I
0: I uh I do pretty slowly. I'm going to a all ladies beer festival tonight. Yeah, um, that's right. Yes. So I would like to pace myself. Mm-hmm, um, that's fair. So yeah. So I'm gonna be having some beers tonight, which means that I shouldn't overdo it on the whiskey ahead of time, or I'll need a big old nap before I go. <laughs> um, but yeah, there's a a group of women in Toronto that's called the Society of Beer Drinking Ladies, and they throw events once a month that are super well attended. Um, they have grown um, exponentially, and I think this is this is only number twenty five. Uh, meetings for them and it's a festival that's how big this has gotten in a very small uh, period of time so uh yeah they're really well organized they're a really cool group and um i'm really excited to go it's the brickworks which is a really neat sort of outdoorsy venue um in toronto and there's going to be lots of vendors there and i'm going to go with a high school girlfriend of mine and i know there's a bunch of other women that are going to be there um, it's gonna be fun. I'm looking forward to it a
1: lot. Yeah. It's gonna be great. It's gonna be a lot of it's fun. It's gonna be great. It'll I'm be gonna great.
0: Gonna boys show up. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Cut that out. You gotta edit that out. Uh, <laughs> no. I'm not starting a gender war on Twitter. No. Uh no yeah kind of.
1: no. no it's it's good. I mean I think it's I love that it grew organically. It's like an event like you it was yeah. very much, you know, monthly meetings and now it's just so big that you know, mm-hmm. that the organizers are like we, we we just have to do something else because there's too many people that want in. Um yeah. that's great. It's gonna be I'm sure an awesome show a lot of great vendors yeah. are going to be there. Um seven
0: hundred uh seven hundred people coming.
1: Amazing.
0: Amazing sold out totally yeah yeah amazing. it's
1: gonna be fun. Yeah. man we need a seven hundred people event for whiskey that's uh that'd be great too
0: Well, I spirited Toronto's right around the corner. So Yeah, that's that's all dudes probably the whiskey equivalent. I know it is all dudes. It's so many dudes. They're everywhere. They're just everywhere. Yeah. And then all the ladies we like we just like walk by each other and like nod. We're like, Hello, hello. We're all in a secret club that none of you know about. It's like I used to have this friend that used to drive me to work when I was in university and we sort of lived near each other and I would catch a ride with him and he drove a Jeep. Yeah. And every time Jeep, like this, yeah. this particular style of Jeep, uh, they would go by each other. They'd like wave. And like, I was like, this is a secret Jeep club that I have no, I, it's so yeah. cool. I had no idea. And so that's women at a, uh, a whiskey event. It's like, we just do the like, hello, hello, friend.
1: Yeah, I've seen that in Europe with with motorcyclists. Uh, they're always like yep. lift uh, the hand up. Yeah. Um, BMW drivers have something very similar.
0: You do? Uh, we do.
1: You know what the, you know what we do to each other? It's great. It's great. We don't cut each other off. <laughs> and if somebody signals to want to get in front of us, we're like we let them through. That that is that is our thing. There's no waving. Oh there's no hand. We're god. just like, oh, I won't cut you off. That's that's oh great. Oh
0: my god! Well done, Mark. That is very funny. Oh my <laughs> god. That's awesome, awesome. This was fun. It felt very cool and old school of us to be just sitting chatting like this. So, we hope that you enjoyed listening to us chat as much as as much as we had fun
1: doing. Indeed, this chat. and and yeah. um, next week we think. So I don't know if this is going to work out. So don't don't uh, don't you know hold me to this. No, I'm
0: holding. Uh, I'm uh, holding you to this uh, because if, I know what you're going to say.
1: Yeah, because I'm, I'm hoping that uh, Glenn and I kind of record our experiences like day after day after day. um and i'll do like a we'll do a comp compilation compilation yes a compilation um of those snippets of conversations and then jamie you and i can like comment on them as uh, we listen to them
0: please do that sounds like a lot of fun i loved the podcast episode that um you guys did last time from kentucky it was hilarious (laughs) listening to you guys drunk stumble your way around words was brilliant <laughs> what was it that you tried to say and you couldn't see it was like alcohol or alcohol. Something? I was
1: like, Al- alcohol
0: alcohol alcohol. <laughs> alcohol
1: which is funny when you have a podcast about alcohol you're like alcohol a-
0: alcohol. alcohol he couldn't say the l
1: like,
0: alcohol oh it was so good <laughs> Um, And that was like Four Roses, O-E-S-K. That was, yeah. Yeah. Um, So I would be majorly disappointed if you guys didn't come back with at least a a nice little chunk of, um, you know, pure um, Glenn and Mark (laughs) drunk joy. I think it's going to be great. And if you can record Dixon saying like, hi, Jamie, that would be (laughs) nice. (laughs)
1: <laughs> that's great. We gotta we get be- him on the
0: podcast. Why? Do, why is he not on the
1: podcast? You know, I know. Like uh, another What's another wrong with that? another burber podcast got him on, and I'm like, why didn't we think of this? We we like he's wrong with this? Cause, because
0: we keep talking about him.
1: I know, I know. We keep we talking about him.
0: That's why because it's like it's embarrassing. Then I'm gonna have to like atone for everything I've ever said about him and how <laughs> handsome he is and things like that. So I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to. Go back and be like, I apologize, I apologize for an apologize episode for this. ten when I said this. It's not very professional of me. Nope. So yeah. Well, and but, you know,
1: and you know, Trent just thinks this is the most hilarious thing in the world. But you know, Dixon's wife probably does not think it's that funny.
0: Well, <laughs> that's what I'm worried about. <laughs> Trent thinks it's hilarious. He thinks I'm just because well, he's he's super smitten too. Um, like we all, it's sort of hard not to get a bit smitten, and so. But Trent's like he's got such a nice coat. He's got a great fashion sense. Like knows so much about whiskey. He's got that. act. Like it's it's hard not to like be totally charmed. And so Trent thinks it's hilarious. He thinks I'm hilarious, obviously. And because he has no choice, he's married to me, so he has <laughs> to think I'm funny. And so yeah, I but yeah, I I probably should write a couple apology notes.
1: Yeah, yeah, probably a few. Yeah, story of my life. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Well that that's what's planned for next week. And um again on um, Snapchat, follow us. Um it's Mark Bylock and
0: uh, At Hey Jamie J, J A Y. The singers getting sore. We raise the
1: roof! Down.